Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Before I start this episode, I just want to say thanks to all the fans who watch and listen to the videos. But in order for me to keep giving y'all more of these documentaries, I'm going to need y'all help by donating. Donate to the Celebrity Underrated Patreon for more exclusive videos. The link is in the description. Or you can donate to the Cash App at Celebrity Underrated slash Cash App in the link below. I appreciate all the love and support and I do read the comments. Now. the movie 8 Mile was a good movie. One of those hip-hop classic movies. It was a classic movie. It was Eminem's debut as an actor and he didn't disappoint. He did a good job. You got to see what Detroit was like in 1995 in the golden era of hip-hop. I mean star-studded cast, Kim Basinger, you had Exhibit, Anthony Mackie as Papa Doc also found out that uh, John Singleton played a bouncer in the movie. I didn't even know that. But um, let's talk about the ones who faced tragedy right after the movie was made. Let's start with D'Angelo Wilson. Now, D'Angelo Wilson was born March 29th, 1979 in Dayton, Ohio. Growing up, he was one of nine kids and most of him and his brothers and sisters were adopted. He basically grew up in a foster home, but he didn't let that stop him from pursuing his dreams. Now, D'Angelo did drop out of high school and got a job in Florida at Walt Disney World, where he performed as many of the Disney characters. But see, he wanted to take his career to the top, so he realized how important education was. So he moved back to his hometown in Dayton, Ohio, and joined the job corps. Once he completed that, along getting his GED, he went to the University of Cincinnati. He then transferred to Kent State University in Ohio and was accepted into the School of Theater and Dance to study acting. And in 2002, he wrote, produced, and starred in a one-man show at Kent State called Impressions, based on his life growing up in Dayton. Now, while in college, he was still going to auditions for movie roles and everything. And his chance finally came when he got casted as DJ Is, Eminem's friend in the movie Eight Mile. That same year, he was casted into another box office movie titled Antoine Fisher with Derek Luke and Denzel Washington. More roles started coming his way like The Salon, CSI New York, and The Shield. But then after that, the roles started slowing up and then it just became hard to get jobs in, in Hollywood for D'Angelo. And on November 26, just one day before Thanksgiving, 
D'Angelo Wilson apparently hung himself in the back room of a Los Angeles commercial building. It took the police a week to locate his next akin, but once located, his mother said that she didn't have the money to bring his body back to his hometown, Dayton, Ohio. So a group of his friends, including the real Antoine Fisher, stepped in and helped out. D'Angelo's mother did speak about his death. She said he was having trouble finding work and got depressed. His career kind of failed and he was beating himself up. Things were real down and he just didn't know how to pick himself back up. He was 29 years old. R.I.P. D'Angelo Wilson. Let's get into another cast member from the movie 8 Mile, Brittany Murphy. Brittany Murphy was born November 10th, 1977 in Atlanta, Georgia, but was raised by her mother in Edison, New Jersey. Around the age of four, her mother enrolled her into a dance school where she would study dancing, acting, and singing. Now, during that time, she would land little commercial roles, little small gigs on the East Coast. But after convincing her mother to move to California to pursue her dreams, she started getting bigger roles that paid better money. A couple of TV series she starred in were Drexel's Class, Blossom, Sister Sister, Parker Lewis Can't Lose, and many more. But her big break came in 1995 in the teen comedy Clueless with Alicia Silverstone and Stacey Dash. Other big movies she starred in was Girl Interrupted alongside Winona Ryder and Angelina Jolie who won an Oscar for her role. In 2002, she played the role of Alex in the movie Eight Mile as Eminem's love interest, which sparked rumors that they were an item for real, but she denied that in an interview. But she did date Ashton Kutcher after meeting him on the set of the movie Just Married, but only after a year they broke up. Now, once Britney became a millionaire, she bought a house in Hollywood Hills that once belonged to Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake when they used to date. Originally, the house was built by Madonna, and some people say that house was cursed. Now, rumors also begin to swirl that Britney had an eating disorder and was on the drugs heroin and cocaine. In an interview, she claimed she never tried drugs in her entire life. She never even seen it, and she can't even take a Sudafed pill. In 2007, she met British director, producer Simon Monjack. Now, Brittany Murphy was warned, though, several times about this guy, but she refused to listen. Simon Monjack, he had, like, financial problems. Like, he had a $300,000 judgment against him from a British bank, um, $50,000 judgment from his ex-wife. He had been evicted from two apartments for failing to pay back rent, was arrested on expired visa charges, two months before he married Brittany Murphy. Now see, once he became Brittany's manager though, that's when friends say Brittany's career began to struggle because Simon would be on the movie sets with her causing problems and he was making it hard for her to get cast in the roles. Now once Simon became her manager, he started getting her like low budget independent roles because her bills needed to get paid. One independent movie that she was cast to play in while they filmed in Puerto Rico was titled uh, The Caller, but that ended up unfinished because of her bizarre behavior. Now the staff said 
Bazaar doesn't even begin to describe her behavior on the set. They blame her husband. They say her husband is Satan and he drags her to the dark side and she was fired from that movie. After Brittany came back from Puerto Rico though, she ended up getting real sick with a respiratory infection, but she didn't want to see a doctor. Also around that time, Brittany and her husband Simon was being accused of doctor shopping. Now, according to Wikipedia, doctor shopping is the practice of visiting multiple doctors to obtain multiple prescriptions for otherwise illegal drugs or the medical opinion that one wants to hear. It is a common practice of drug addicts, suppliers of drug addicts, hypochondriacs or patients, a doctor who, for a price, will write prescriptions without the formality of a medical exam. Even though Brittany claimed she never took any drugs, but on her nightstand by her bed, she kept large amounts of prescription medication that was in her husband's name though, and her mother's name and third party names. And on December 20th, 2009, Brittany Murphy was found by her mother collapsed in her bathroom shower around 8 a.m. She was transported to the hospital where she died after going into cardiac arrest. An autopsy by L.A. coroner found that she died from pneumonia, anemia, and a toxic cocktail of prescription drugs. After her death, her husband did an interview saying that they had planned on starting a family and moving to New York. Sharon Murphy, Brittany's mother, said she was talking about having a child that night before she died and they already had baby names picked out. But look, five months later, her husband Simon Monjack died in the same bedroom from acute pneumonia and severe anemia. Rumors flew suggesting that toxic mold in Brittany's house was to blame for their deaths, but autopsy showed that was not the cause of their death. Now, Brittany's real father believed her death was foul play and launched a lawsuit demanding the release of hair samples from Brittany's body to carry out new tests. Her father claimed she was poisoned to death after offering her celebrity of backing a whistleblower fighting the government. He said his daughter was under surveillance from a shadowy government operators who wiretapped her phone and terrorized her after she spoke out in support of a Department of Homeland Security whistleblower. She was afraid to go home. Her father was writing a book before he passed away about his daughter Brittany saying, you just don't have two people die like that under those circumstances. She was 32 years old. R.I.P. Brittany Murphy. Let's get into the last cast member of the movie Eight Mile. Proof. Now, if you ask anybody from Detroit, they would tell you that Proof was the mayor of Detroit. He's the reason that Eminem and the group D12 exists in the rap game today. And in the movie Eight Mile, the dreadlocked guy named Future, played by Makai Pfeiffer, was really based on Proof when he was coming up with Eminem and used to host the rap battles in Detroit. Now, Proof was born on October 2nd, 1973 in Detroit, Michigan. Now, his father was very well known. He was a producer who did tracks for the groups Tower Power, The Jones Girls, Marvin Gaye, and many more. Now, growing up, Proof did go to private school in his younger days, 
But by high school, he ended up enrolling at Osborne High on Detroit's east side. During that time, he was in a few rap groups that were doing their thing in Detroit. The Five Elements, and he was also in the group with rapper uh, Trick Trick named Goon Squad. Now, how he met Eminem was um, one day proof was skipping school, and Eminem was skipping school, but Eminem was passing out flyers for a show he was having. One thing led to another, and they both rapped for each other. After they both rapped, they was both impressed and respected each other's skills and became friends. It was to the point that Eminem would sleep at Proof's house when his mom would kick him out. That's how close they were. They would stay up all night sharpening their rap skills and giving each other advice because Proof was a way better freestyler than Eminem. But Eminem knew how to put a song together and bring feelings and emotions to it so they both learned from each other. Now, during that time, Proof ended up being a host at an open mic night at a clothing store called The Hip Hop Shop owned by fashion designer named Maurice Malone. Proof would battle anybody and the story goes he once battled NBA player Chris Webber who got mad when Proof freestyled about him calling a timeout in the North Carolina game. Also at that spot is where Proof got the idea to form the rap group D12. Now once they became a group they began doing shows, but still wasn't offering any record deals. So they all decided to go their separate ways and made a promise that the first one they become famous would come back for the rest of the group. Meanwhile, Eminem began working on his music solo and ended up getting a deal with Dr. Dre at Aftermath Records. After Eminem's success from the Slim Shady LP and the Marshall Mathers LP, he signed his friends D12 to his own label, Shady Records. Now see, fans begin to take notice of Proof though, especially around the early 2000s when he was the hype man for Eminem. And then D12's debut album, Devil's Night, debuted at number one in the US and number two on the UK charts and would sell four million albums worldwide and two million in the United States. Now see, in the movie Eight Mile, Proof played the rapper named Little Tick that causes B-Rabbit, played by Eminem, to choke in the first rap battle scene of the movie. Man, that movie was a success, opening at number one. Total sales over $240 million. Two years later, on April 27, 2004, D12 released the album D12 World, selling over half a million records in its first week, and their single My Band also went number one. And on August 9th, 2005, Proof released his solo album, Searching for Jerry Garcia, on his own label, Iron Fist Records, which was his final album. Because on April 11th, 2006, Proof was shot to death at a nightclub in his hometown in Detroit. Now, according to Proof's friend, Mud, who was with him that night, Proof and Keith Bender got into an argument while playing pool. Keith Bender and Proof were also friends from high school days. Say things got heated and a big fight broke out and that's when the club bouncer, who was also Keith Bender's cousin, fired a warning shot in the air. Now Mud said that's when Proof took the gun from him and fired his warning shots in the air. But after that, Keith Bender then came from behind and started attacking Proof, trying to get the gun out of his hand. 
the club bouncer, Mario Etheridge, then came over and started shooting in the direction of Proof and Keith, killing both men. Proof was shot three times, once in the head and twice in the chest. He died at the scene. Now, according to another witness, after the club was cleared and Proof was on the floor, a few minutes later, he was dumped outside of the club's back door and his jewelry and money was gone, missing. Keith Bender was not immediately killed, but died a week later on the same day of Proof's funeral. A few weeks later, Keith Bender's family began a wrongful death suit against Proof's estate. Mario Etheridge, the bouncer and cousin of Keith Bender, served only six months in jail and was charged a $2,000 fine for carrying a concealed weapon and firing inside the club, but was found to have been acting in lawful defense of another man when he shot Proof. Man, that's crazy. Proof was 32 years old. Man, RIP. Big Proof. Like I said before, I just want to say thanks to all the fans who watch and listen to the videos. And in order for me to keep giving y'all more of these documentaries, I'm going to need y'all help by donating. Donate to the Celebrity Underrated Patreon for more exclusive videos. The link is in the description. Or you can donate to the Cash App at Celebrity Underrated slash Cash App in the link below. I appreciate all the love and support. And I'll see y'all next time.